brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, it's Jeff here. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Let me give you a rundown. Basically, this is the easiest way to make a podcast. It has everything you need all in one place. It's what I use. It's what I recommend to everybody I talk to about starting a podcast. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms. That includes Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I did this for our Game of the Year podcast. It went very well. People responded to it very nicely. With Anchor, creators can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And that's what enables Anchor to offer all of its services totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm or find the Anchor app in your mobile phone store. internet you're busy let's do this welcome to the games beat sides podcast this is the podcast where we decide everything about the world games so you don't have to think for yourself i'm your host jeff grubb and with me is mike minotti in this episode we have news and games there's some other stuff to talk about but mike i wanted to know could you tell that i almost didn't come in on time at the beginning of this episode yeah i was, I was getting pretty late the the title of the show was still the title from last week's show that was a bad yep. sign so the worst sign is when you don't even have the scheduled video up. That's when I'm like, oh, he doesn't know what day of the week it is. That's <laughs> I, when I'm really worried. I knew it was Friday, although yesterday definitely felt a lot like a Friday to me. Those Thursdays are starting to feel like Fridays to me because of uh, when I, the, my week is like, okay, I got to get to Grub Snacks. And Grub Snacks is like this big, important thing. And then I just got to deal with Mike Minotti oh, after and that. So that's the big Very low on thing. the totem pole in terms of importance. And then, wow. and then so it's like it's basically the weekend anyhow. Um, and then Friday comes, and I'm like, oh, I still got to work. Jeff, if it was so big and important, how come you're not a part of Giant Bomb, huh? I huh? don't. That's... I'm just saying, if it's wow. so hey, big and important, how come you're just to, a bit player? I had to buy my own hoodie. True. I did have to huh? pay for it myself. That's a good point. Oh, no. Oh. Existential crisis. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, so Screw them. Important. We don't need them. We got our own shirts now. Mike. That's right. 
Uh, people can go to our store. Actually, if you look at the video right now, you should be able to look underneath the video. If you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening on the podcast version, um, there should be a link to the store. Uh, we have shirts now that you could buy. Uh, it's our summer game shirt. mess shirt. We have shirt you could buy. Uh, <laughs> we shirt, well, you could buy as many of them as you want, if I'm being honest. Um, we just hit over the, the, the I set a, th- a 50 shirt threshold as like our goal uh, Tuesday, and we've already, we're already there, like 52. So I'm, it's very oh. exciting. I um, might design a new shirt that's going to blow shirt one out of the water. You're going to regret it. Might ever be, buying it shirt might even one. be a good shirt. Uh, mm. People I, may not like that about it, actually. We'll yeah, see. it's against our brand, honestly. Um, but it's there. Our store is up and running now. So uh, keep an eye on that stuff. If you uh, want to get more game mess merch, uh, we'll be having stuff going. I guess if you're just listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, the shirt is um, it's a play on that meme of the guy doing the, the peace sign in front of the gravestone. Only we the gravestone. E3. It says E3. Yes, it says here lies Electronic Entertainment Expo. And then Mike's head is poking in like the guy in the in the meme. It's very good. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Also, uh, the memberships are now open on the YouTube channel. So if you've heard me talk about like, oh, join the Patreon or subscribe to my my uh, my Twitch channel and you can get into the secret channels inside the Discord. Well, now you could do that by joining the, uh, the membership thing on uh, on YouTube. There's a join button. You hit oh. that. You click the mine. There's three tiers. Yeah, I'm going to try to do my best to, to keep to those tiers. If you if you get the high tier, um, it's like, yeah, you can like I'll follow you on social media, I guess. I think that's one of the things that's suggested. So Whoa, I, mean, I, I won't do, do that. But Jeff will. Jeff will. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, check dude, that out. you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking, you know, we have, a, we have great fans. They're amazing. We could use some new blood though. Yeah. We, uh, let's get some YouTube, like, and we have YouTube versus like the Patreon and versus the Twitch members and get like pit them against each other. It's a great yeah, idea, Mike. Fight for our love. Exactly. Just like I do with my children. It's Look, basically Kyle the same just idea. joined the Lincoln tier. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Good looking out. Um, also I'm, uh, contributing to a book. Uh, it's called a handheld history. Whoa! Uh, it's a 252-page hardcover book about the history of handheld devices. I'm going to be writing something up in there. Uh, it just went up for like pre-order, which is going to help fund the whole project. Cool. Um, they've raised a good amount of money so far, but every little bit helps. It looks beautiful. They got some. There's some great artists contributing to the project. Um, it really does look fantastic. It, it ships August of 2022. Um, I'm looking forward to writing my piece for it, which I've not written yet. I should probably just do What's that. What's your piece going to be about? I think I'm going to end actually end up writing about the Steam Deck. So mo- yeah. the modern history of, of handouts. Uh, yeah. Cool. But it's, uh, well, do it, they need, did they need anybody to write a chapter about the game.com? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'll ask, you know, they got a whole bunch of people. If they don't already, you actually should just write about that. Um, I will put a link to that in the, uh, thing right now. Okay. Well, yeah. We got God Rizla joining the Lincoln channel or yeah. Lincoln tier Rigo Ramiro. This is fantastic. Good. Great job. joining the channel guys. Um, and there's a link to the book. Um, be sure to check that out. And if you want pre-order it and that guarantees you your shipment in August. So I'm really looking forward to everyone getting their hands on that. Uh, okay. But then beyond that, how are you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, God, Twitter was exhausting this week. That was kind of my big takeaway from it. There were, everyone was doing this thing. So like, what are your cancelable yeah. takes? I saw somebody tweet, I tweet just a bit ago. I forget who it was. It was, it was great. Like, are we done with the cancel tweets or do I need to spend more time reading about how my favorite video game actually ruined somebody's life? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that was exactly the energy. All week. I, I definitely had tuned that stuff out almost immediately after the first one. I'm like, oh, this is turning into like a trend. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to completely tune yeah. these things out. I just want everyone to know that it turns out that your 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 bad takes are in fact bad. <laughs> and you should be canceled. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. You get more from Mike and me at gamesbeat.com. 
something to share with us, email the podcast, games plus podcast adventurebeat.com. Thank you to Carlos Ayin, who was insane in the rain music on YouTube for the use of our theme song. Um, if you're listening on the website, player widget, subscribe to the audio version of the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Um, if you uh, like the show, rate us wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that's great. Or if you're watching live on YouTube or watching later, hit that thumbs up button. It really helps people find the show. It's one of the biggest things to like move the needle on that. Um, join the Discord. It is free. The link is in the description. It's discord.gg slash game mess. Uh, thank you to our mods. And then, of course, if you want to get into the secret channels inside the Discord, you have plenty of options now. Patreon.com slash game mess is still a key one. But if you if you do join through YouTube, you'll get into that stuff as well. Also, you'll get the like the monthly um each month, we do, I do a Q&A in the Discord on a stage where we just sit down for an hour, uh, and I think the next one's scheduled for April 24th. I think, I think that's a Sunday. Um, so you could join us for that. But also, me, Mike, and usually a guest do a do a game of Jeopardy where Mike has turned into a complete dominant villain where he's won both sure. games so far. Uh, and so if you want to see if that's gonna if he's going to get dethroned as I bring in a ringer. Um, Ooh, yeah. Let's see this ringer. Let's yeah. see him. You know, so yeah, it's, uh, well, I'm going to keep it surprised because it could be a number of people right now. I think I have a good idea who I want it to be, though. Um, and yeah, you get, this, well, you get to watch that before anyone else. It goes up at least a month before the the, the previous one. So uh, before I actually put it live for everybody else. So if you want to keep up on what's happening there, that's a great way to do that. And we'll have more bonus content as we get further into this stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, that does it. Let's get into the news, Mike. What do you say? Thank, thank you, Hip Hopkins, for joining that link in tier. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know. Well, thanks for the super chat so far, guys. We will get to those. If you guys want to oh, send yes. a super chat, they will all be read at some point during the show. In fact, we missed two from last week that I'm, I, now, I'm just now remembering. We'll, yeah, we'll it should be like it, they should still be on uh, stream elements, right? They're just right there at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll okay. get there. Don't worry. Well, all right, we, great. we have to go past the Nintendo's ones, but I'll find them. Okay, wonderful. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, the, the news this week, I don't know. It was like it's scattershot. There's some stuff that happened, yeah. um, but like, I don't know. I'm just going to start here. There was a. Well, hit- it started so big with Monkey Allen on Monday that That's it was true. all downhill from there. That's true. And we did talk about that co- pretty extensively on, on Nintendo Dogs, but I mean, you, you've been playing those games. You're ready for another one, I bet, at this point, right? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there's no way there will be more exciting news the rest of this year for me, really. Right. It's like Switch 2 got announced or something, honestly. Uh, I love Monkey Island a lot. I immediately started uh, started streaming that night, Monkey Island 1. I'm making my way through the series. I think, uh, I think we'll beat Monkey Island 2 today. Those games are just so... They're so fun. They're so comforting. comforting. They're such a vibe. I love everything about them. Especially those first three, just having a great time. And I just cannot wait to see what Monkey Island 5 looks like with all these original people coming back. It's going to be great. You know, Kyle th- Martin, thank you for upgrading your tier. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, th- this reminds me. Uh, tonight, we're going to be playing Mario Party, but then you're going to be playing uh, Mon- uh, Monkey Island after that, right? That's your plan? Either before or after, because I mean, you're streaming like all night. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to be doing. A, so as part of the, like, I am moving. We bought a house. It's getting very close to closing. Uh, I, I told my wife that I'm going to do a little bit more to make a little bit more, more money to help pay for the move, because that was a big bill that we weren't anticipating. So to help us out, I've, I told her I would do a subathon where I just like I'm going to make some content. We'll go out. We'll go live um, all night tonight. So I'm going to start with Super Mario Party. Uh, I think I'm going to play Stranger of Paradise. That's that's one of the games I want to yes. play. Uh, I want to play Captain Rainbow for the Wii. There apparently there's an English translation of that, uh, but I might play some Monkey Island as well. So uh, those are the games I'm, I'm aiming to play. But I'll be I'll be going all night. It's going to be 12 hours into into tomorrow morning. Um, so any any anyone wants to show up for that, that'd be great. That's all I'm asking for right. really from everybody's to show up. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't want to stream during your big subathon and steal all of your viewers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dare you? Uh, so that, yeah, that'd be great. And and then, yes, we might finish by watching Dragon Ball Evolution. We'll <laughs> of course, because why not? Why not? Why, why, the, hell the, hell not? why the hell not? Okay. Um, Mario Tennis is coming to, to uh, Nintendo Switch Online on April 15th. Oh. Uh, I'm excited. Right. It's what? golf. Oh, golf. It is golf. Tennis. It is golf. Yeah, You're right. Making sure. Yeah. I, uh, canoe ball? He, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, maybe that's the word for uh, for tennis in his language. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Golf or golf is the, yeah, the word for golf. I, I, uh, I love Mario Golf on Mario on Nintendo 64. It's not my favorite Mario Golf, but it's it's up there. It's think, a good one. I'm like not even sure if I've ever even played that version. And I, I, I don't know. I'll tell you what. If I'll tell you what. Uh, if I'm going to play Mario Second Golf, shirt. which exists on every single nintendo platform i don't know if i'm going to go back to the nintendo 64 version of it yeah <laughs> it's just ways to get back in the content months uh i you know i think you're right i I, don't know, I like that game i played it i did play it at the time i always like mario golf it. uh yeah yeah i don't know but i don't blame you for being like this is i'm this is not going to be the one i go back to but also there's something about it where it's just like oh it's the simplicity of the, the original golf games are still very good big surprise i like the gamecube one better <laughs> but also the Game Boy advanced one which which i have and can play on my analog pocket if i'm gonna play mario golf that's what i would probably play that did game you ever boy play the game boy color one because that was the first rpg one yeah but the game Boy one was better okay. uh no I, I don't think i played the game boy color one as much yeah it's a it's a very good game too though pretty yes one was actually also very good uh mm. so play that mm. Uh yeah, the, oh, the 3D yeah, the 3DS game absolutely. It didn't have the RPG stuff, but still very good. I yeah, mean, still, yeah. it was the best of the non-RPG ones. Right. Uh let's see. Halo, uh, there was a Halo blog post about the changes coming in season 2. There's an announcement trailer coming May 3rd. Mike, did you look into this cuz I I heard about this last night and we were playing it and I didn't like look too closely. I guess I, I think can... too cr- I know the Mangler is getting nerfed. That's right. I think that's one of the big things right. uh, happening there. Otherwise, not super sure. I'm just I'm just excited for anything to change up uh, cuz we were playing Halo last night for the first time. In a bit, and it was a lot of fun, but we really do just need a bit of an excuse to, you know, have that new season start, have everybody get excited about it again. Because you know, it, we it, it's, we've been critical of um, the slow content drip there. But when I'm playing that game, I'm just like, man, this game is fun. Yes, and it's just it's just so good at its core that it is going to be completely fine in the uh, long run, when, right? When it, yeah, when it comes back, yeah, boat night. So the like the mangler is very good for mostly for people who are good at the game because. If you get two headshots with it, or like a headshot and a melee, it just destroys people. So in the lower tiers, it didn't matter very much, but the pros were the ones who really were pushing for that nerf. Yeah, and I would say, I hope the nerf is still like, um, keeps it so it still feels the same for us. Like, I, I probably yeah, not. Yeah, maybe not. Probably I not. I mean, though. it is a sidearm. Like, maybe it shouldn't. Like, right now, it's like a pick it up every time I see it weapon. And yeah. Maybe it won't be that anymore. And that's, that's fair. okay. Yeah, I guess that's okay. Uh, Boat Nice is wild calling you low tier. Well, I mean, you kind of called yourself that. <laughs> uh, either okay, so I mean, we knew that the updates were coming. Um, it, they it still feels like it's taken forever. Uh, hopefully, this is like the beginning of a deluge, and then after this, yeah. people can stop being so worried about it. But I get it. But you're right. We were playing last night, and I'm just like, oh man, I, I like playing Halo because playing Halo is fun, and that's about as much as I think about it when I'm playing it. When you're not playing, that is when it's so easy to get in all this stuff about like. Well, they're not giving me reasons to go back, and it's well, it's, it's fun. That's a good reason to go back, but that you don't think right, about that. I, yeah, yeah. We've been good, ever since Modern Warfare, right? We've been kind of trained away from that. Uh, like, and where's my progression? That's the context we're judging it, and I think that's completely fair to judge it in that context. Uh, Epic yeah. and you, and Microsoft raised a total of one hundred and forty-four million dollars for Ukraine as part of their uh, giving all their proceeds for for uh, Fallout. I was going to call it Fallout uh, for uh, Fortnite. 
um, including the, the the cut that Microsoft was going to get uh, to a to Ukrainian uh, uh, charities as part of uh, you know helping people who are affected by the war. Yeah, that's pretty. I wonder if that, that has to make them like one of the single biggest contributors. Like, I think right? so, especially outside of like governments. Yes, I think so. I think it's um, in terms of like a, a private entity contributing to the you know the the, the a humanitarian crisis. It's definitely one of the biggest contributors. And like this is like a, 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 I think it's a really good use of the power of video games and yeah. such a big brand and um, like the way that people are spending in games. It's like hey, you know, if you want to encourage people to come play your game and at the same time do something you know, that feels right, this is this is it. Yeah, this is first, makes sense. First off, Major Blazer, thank you for joining that. Thank you, Major Blazer. Second off, also just a sign just how much money Fortnite makes. Yeah, because right? this is like, what, two weeks worth or something like that? Right. Uh, that's and a lot I, of money. And it's not I even from all the not, platforms. Yeah. It's not over like Epic Games is like that. Like one year at E3, they hired us actually to like help them hand out their little cardboard awards while they're trying to get people excited about Paragon. Then the next year, they're the biggest video game company. Yeah, in the world, right? right. It's, uh, it's that it, all the time. pretty wild how things could just change so fast. God, I mean, remember the I mean, yeah. we talk about every like every couple of months, but that first time they showed Fortnite and was some weird Cliffy mm-hmm. B minecraft looking thing that we're like everyone's like what is this and then years went by we never heard about it and then it came out and no one cared and then they'd like let's just do PUBG, and that was that and now here by we are. the way cliffy b was very early and fast on the whole the slap was a big conspiracy thing yeah. and i'm only <laughs> saying that because i'm still petty about him telling me to eat shit or something that one time <laughs> he told you to uh specifically eat uh eat a dick i believe is what eat a said. dick was what it was that's Ooh. right so it was also kind of homophobic yes <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 is launching April 28th on Xbox and PC. It's in early access on Steam right now. Uh, are you excited to get back into Rogue Legacy? Yes, I loved Rogue Legacy 1. Now, Rogue Legacy 1 is also one of the first Rogue Lights yeah. I, I ever played, right? And we have seen other games really take that concept um, like uh, Hades and like, uh, why can't I remember the Dead Cells? Take that really far. So I guess I, I'm, I'm curious to see how Rogue Legacy 2 is going to stack up, but I am excited. I'm hopeful. Yes, I uh, I have never really played Rogue Legacy. I'm not going to skip to Rogue Legacy 2. I'm just actually going to boot okay. up Rogue Legacy 1 and finally play it. I know a lot you of people truly like love dollar, that game. Right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I could probably spend $5 and get it in yeah. five places and like just have it, it everywhere. Yeah. The Castlevania vibes are very strong in uh, Rogue Legacy 1. It wears that on its sleeve immensely, and it's super fun. I think it looks more like Mega Man X. Uh, Activision <laughs> announced they converted 1,100 QA employees from contract to full-time uh, with a starting salary of $20 an hour, um, but uh, only for employees who are not part of the union. I, I think there, there was like a lot of confusion here. Uh, something about that, like those union employees were like already uh, full-time or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't... It was like there was... They also there's a potential here that they aren't going to treat those employees the same. They're like, oh, if you're not part of the union, um, you're going to get all these benefits. But the reality is they would not be doing this if there was not any pressure coming from a union. Like that is how it worked. I remember when I worked at FedEx in the early 2000s, FedEx did not have a union. They treated us very good there because right over at UPS, UPS was union. And uh, it's like they were doing everything they could to keep it away. And the fact that there was a union threat and another company that could have spread to FedEx made them treat us better. So just the threat of a union is, is very powerful stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, this is overall. It does seem like the, the the trend is to treat employees even at the bottom of your like your your uh, your infrastructure better than you have before. Which 
I, I do wonder if like there's any part of this it's like Activision trying to make sure it looks as good as possible so that it can like get past Elizabeth Warren and and get the the deal going um with, with Microsoft and like finalize that stuff. But also it's probably just like the right thing to do and hopefully that's why they're doing it. Right. I mean, sure. There's always ulterior motives, but there's always ulterior motives in a lot of things. Jeff. Everything. So ultimately, yep. just, yeah, you know, what? at least it's done. At least things are improving for people. Oh, uh, let's see. We talked about Monkey Island. Mike, Mikey, very happy. Mm, uh, Mikey, very happy about Island. <laughs> it looks Island. good, too, because they like they were it showing good. it like they're like the whole vibe they're bringing back. is like, well, OK, it's very good. They got the guy who was like an, an, uh, he was in charge of the art for um, Media Molecule for a while. So he worked on like Tearaway and stuff. Right. So it's not going to be. It's not going to be like one of those. It's not like the Telltale game, which is just the 3D graphics that look OK or, you know, what what have you. This is going to be this kind of neat 2D art style. Ooh. Now, like my I would be happiest if they literally just made it like a Mega Man 9 thing and it just looked like Monkey Island 1 and 2 with the pixels. That would be really great. But whatever. I'll take it. Give me my return to Monkey Island. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Wargaming uh, the, is uh, the makers of World of Tanks, and they are based in Russia and Belarus, and uh, they are going to be uh, moving out of Russia and Belarus, and very specifically closing their studio in Minsk, which is in Belarus. So uh, they, I think they, they recognize that this is like the, the, the sanctions that have been affecting them almost certainly uh, aren't going to suddenly go away anytime soon, and for their long-term a viability of their of their business they need to move and uh, you know also moving gives you a chance to um move to places where talent is is like in plentiful and stuff like that so they'll have, they'll have the chance to do that but um this makes sense in terms of like if you're in that situation this is kind of the only option you really have to your uh to your disposal yeah uh, it's just gonna be interesting to see the impact on the russian game development scene because of all of this for a while to come you have a kid choking on something over there, by the way. No, she's she's got a cold. It just sounds like that. She's Aww. coughing and she's getting I mean, she's getting better, but then she's getting worse. It's 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 terrible. And I just feel bad for her. And now that other one's yelling at me. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, there's going to be a near event in PUBG, which just makes so much sense to me, Mike. Yeah, that, those two go together really well. I'll tell you, you know what? Uh, Square Enix sure is happy about Nier becoming a hit because they could, they sure could use another franchise. Uh, Nier Automata has showed up in everything. Everything, yeah. Everything. Uh, you know, it's funny. It, it, it's not very so often. It's not very often that a new character comes along that actually seems to stick in gamer consciousness like 2B has, right? And they mm-hmm. haven't been shy about just throwing 2B everywhere. Now, I don't. This might be a Nier replicant crossover from sure. Oh, I know, but I have a feeling that you can dress your character up. Like uh, 2B. Almost certainly, yes. You probably could have done I'm that like before. A2, like who is trash, but 2B's <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, yeah, I think you're right. Square Enix is just like, hey, if you want, anybody want this, like it's for sale. Like it, we'll rent this out to you if you want. Um, so yeah, it's kind of um wild to see it in something like PUBG, but whatever. Um, PUBG never quite works like in the way Fortnite does. Where like Fortnite is definitely the um. Uh, uh, the mighty mugs and what is the, the not the beanie babies? What's the thing? The um, the collectibles that everybody has on their shelves at like uh, comic book conventions. Funko pops. Funko pops. Yes. Um, Fortnite's like the Funko pops of video games, where like you could just Look, slot anything in there. A, a Sauratron Funko pop for you. Huh. Okay. You like him? Look I at feel his like, I, little I eyes. Feel like, I feel like my respect for you just is. Uh, is that a good level? Of, I Don't swear. Don't worry. Donald and Goofy are over there also. Uh huh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Never mind then. Cool. You're very. You're great then. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite is like the Funko Pop. Like it just could be be plastic, a mold. You just put the thing into it, and it's gonna work. Um. PUBG, like seeing two B in PUBG, is like, oh, oh <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm actually lost. What's happening right now? 
Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel that they're ruining your favorite game with yeah. disgusting <laughs> waifus? Yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go complain. I'll go start a change.org yeah, petition. You got uh, that achievement for staring at two B's butt immediately without knowing it was an achievement, didn't you? Moving on, uh, no more. <laughs> I uh, did play that game. I think I probably did get that achievement. Um, <laughs> no more Ghost Recon Breakpoint updates going forward. Uh, and what does this mean for my NFTs, Mike? Oh no, your NFTs might be worthless. I, Shocking. I, those NFTs were always the most absurd thing because it was like just uh, serial numbers on guns, and it's like who the yes. fuck has ever looked at a serial number on a gun in a video game ever, or in real life? Like no one looks at like that's like the least important thing of a gun on a, on a gun, I would suppose. But uh, uh, Ghost Recon like got those NFTs as a way to like, oh, we're gonna test this stuff out. We're Ubisoft, and we're willing to do stupid shit because we're Ubisoft. And uh, like this is gonna be the thing that's gonna kind of like keep Ghost uh, Point or Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint going forward. Uh, no, no more updates. I mean, was that Game's what dead. it was? It was uh, always just, well, that game's practically dead anyway, so if we're right, going to do okay. this experiment, we'll do it on that one, I right, guess. Right, yeah, that, ground, that that land has already been salted, and so it's yes. not going to hurt if we salt the earth a little bit more. Okay, that's probably what it was. But uh, it does not seem like it did much, and now that game is going no. bye-bye. Um, it, it seems like there is a new uh, Ghost Recon game in the works very coming soon, probably like, in sure. the, probably like next year, so that's not a big surprise. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that one does. Man, I haven't played a Ghost Recon game since I think like the, the uh, 360 was the one that everybody liked, Graw. Yeah, I, yeah, I called it Graw. I, I, I played I played um some of these Ghost Recon games, but not for like for like ten hours, and they're fine. But I, I don't I don't need them to be my ongoing game. Yeah. Um, I remember like I, I got to go deal with the kid real quick. Let's see. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is going to be working on a new Tomb Raider game in Unreal Engine Five. Uh, I do. You, do you think this is like something that happens like within the next three or four years, or is this another one that <laughs> just got announced and now we have to wait till twenty twenty eight before we actually get anything? So I'm like all of like the programming, like like level designing uh, developers there are working on Perfect Dark right now, probably right, and yeah. all of their pre production people are probably working on this Tomb Raider game right makes, now. That makes I some assume. sense. Yeah. So I would say maybe four years at 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 at, uh, at least. Yeah, and right. I, I suppose you know you're going for Perfect Dark to this, and uh, you would hope that in that meantime, like there's probably some like like Unreal Engine. Uh, experts that you hire or you have on your team and let them sort of uh, get familiar with the new tools in the meantime. And then maybe by the time you're ready to really start things in earnest, that stuff goes quickly because Unreal Engine 5 is like so good or something. Uh, but even in that case, I would imagine it's probably going to take quite some time to uh, get a real game out of this. Um, I, a lot of games move into Unreal Engine 5. How do you feel about that? I don't care. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yep, that's I, I know some people get really worked up about engines, uh, uh, Jeff. I don't. The only engine I ever really like got worked up about a bit was Frostbite, just because like we people like developers did complain about it, and you could you like you could see how it wasn't like mm-hmm. a good engine. Sometimes like I could tell, which is a bad sign. Uh, but a lot of the other times, I think that stuff's really overblown. Yes, I, I I agree. Um, let's see. Ubisoft announced Rainbow Six Mobile, which is basically just Rainbow Six Siege repurpose for mobile sort of like call of duty mobile um i i don't tend to play shooters on my phone every once in a while i'll feel like oh i have nothing else going on i have my phone here i want to play a game maybe i should download call of duty mobile and then i get the app and then it's like okay now we're going to download three gigabytes worth of stuff and i'm like ah never mind never mind i'm not actually going to do this um sure. but yeah i don't it, it makes sense right this is the kind of thing where it's like oh that call of duty sure. mobile is making a lot of money why wouldn't you do this right everybody from major shooting franchise we you know apex legends uh, went mobile or is going mobile. I can't remember, but yeah, they're all going to do that. 
Yep. Um, there will be an Overwatch mobile something or another someday. Let's see. Uh, THQ Nordic announced uh, their their upcoming showcase. I guess it's upcoming. Mike, this is happening in August, August 12th, 2022, which just feels pretty far away. It feels very it sure far away. Does. Uh, that's like a whole entire quarter away. Like, um, I get announcing stuff like maybe a month ahead of time, but three months seems like very oh, long. Jeff, I don't I get mean, it. People, it's THQ Nordic, man. Oh. We just need time to make sure our schedules are <laughs> that's right. Okay. Peace, right. Know, gives, yes. Go talk to your boss right now. Take the week vacation. Uh, that's right. You know, you're you're absolutely right. This is their yeah, I mean, people. So they excited. might announce another destroy all humans remake yeah. like, that'll be exciting you know they're doing it for the world economy so the people the, the people's economies can brace for the impact of people not working right. during yes, the event exactly yeah uh that's fair uh remedy announced they are working on a remake for max, max Payne one and two uh for xbox series x and s playstation 5 and pc um that that is a very busy studio they're doing this in collaboration yeah. with, with rockstar what are your hopes for these games Man, I don't know. I'm curious because they use the word remake, right? So like even for those the Grand Theft Auto uh, trilogy thing, those were always called remasters. Right. And those went poorly. Uh, so, you know, remake has certain expectations to it. Uh, so I, I, I guess that's what I'm wondering here is what am I expecting? Am I expecting something that looks like a modern AAA game? Am I expecting just like, you know, new textures and new character models put on the old Max Payne 1 engine. Kind of hard to imagine that nobody releases shooters that kind of nobody, nobody really makes new shooter third person shooters that feel like that pre resident evil four style or even really pre gears of war style anymore. Huh? No. So yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious part. Honestly, Jeff, it makes me kind of want to go and just play the original Max Payne one again. Yeah. I kind of want to, I'm in the similar boat where I'm just like, Oh yeah, I want to go back and like, see how I feel about those games now. Um, uh, it's also weird because Max Payne three like didn't sell very well, right? Like that was right, a, a but it was actually there, it was so. also pretty good from one. It I was remember. good, yeah. But I remember it was like a sales disappointment. I think we were, I just we were past it by the time they got around to it. It felt like so, yeah. yeah. So it took a little too long. Uh, but yeah, like as Rachel points out in chat, I, I, as far as we know, Rockstar's just footing the footing the bill. But that's almost sure. that, that's part of the problem, right? Because like you know they paid a studio to do the Grand Theft Auto remasters, and they obviously right. didn't pay enough to like make sure that work was done right. And that's what I'd be worried about here as well. But I, I don't know. Remedy. These are remedies games. So the, the hope would be like, and, and they are, re, they're remaking it in the Northlight engine. I think it's Northlight is what it's called. So it's like, they're, they, that means they, they are modernizing it in some key ways. Engine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basically what they make control in. control yeah. controls very well. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, hopeful. I, I, I want to see it. I want to see what it looks like. Uh, Steven says everyone remaking everything except the legacy of Kane. Yeah, yeah. I think I wonder if it's just too late now for legacy of Kane. We've moved so. so far past it. I mean, you know, you never say never in video games, but it's like what we're talking about with Max Payne, right? By the time they made it, Max Payne three, a lot of those people kind of moved on. Uh, and it was like, oh, there's a lot of younger people like, oh, I'm not going to play Max Payne three. They'd be calling it Max Payne three was an issue. Uh, according to Jeff Grubb on Grub Snacks, uh, the next need, user. the next Need for Speed is coming uh, only the current or only the like basically the new gen systems, and it's coming in November. Uh, there was also something he said about it maybe taking place in Miami, and since then he has found out that's not the case. It's not Miami, but um, okay. that's why I told people do not go run that headline, and thankfully no one did. Everyone actually listened to me this time, so um, yeah, I, I do know where it's taking place. I can't say, and I'm not gonna tell me. Uh, I will. Okay, I'll tell you later. I mean, no, I, now. I don't know why. Like, do you care? Do you care? Now I do. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. Well, now you have to play it and you have to review it. So then, just because okay. so I'm gonna tell you. No, all right. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna, let's see. Everyone, everyone could guess from your reaction. Um, let me see. Yeah, How do I talk on, to Cleveland, you? Cleveland, Cleveland. <laughs> this is the big one. I knew oh. it. I haven't played. A, I haven't played a Need for Speed. Game. I want to play the Need for Speed for the freaking uh 3do the original i did i did play that game on a 3do back yeah. then it was, it was i fun. just i just love that um i just love that there's a major game franchise that's still going that started on the 3d <laughs> all right mike all right. i've told you in slack uh, i saw be, okay and that's his reaction everybody it, i it had was, no reaction so that mission made me tell you something yeah <laughs> uh all right and then uh bandai namco uh replaced the name from miss from miss pac-man to miss pac-mom over the ongoing rights dispute with uh I think who owns it? Who's the other who's the other company? Um oh Midway was yeah. one of, uh, originally. Yeah, I saw there was a gosh, one of the GDCs I went to, and I don't like GDC. But one thing I do like is a lot of the postmortems they do for old video games. And there was one on Miss Pac-Man that I saw that was very interesting. And that's a very interesting story about basically like some college guys who made their own pac-man mod right turned into miss pac-man kind of without bandai namco that's right so the whole rights issues there are pretty complicated although you would think by now and considering you know how often miss pac-man has been in pac-man stuff forever that that stuff would have been sorted out but apparently not huh yeah so uh uh hey uh no there's gonna be a pack uh, we call we named the podcast pack milf so yeah. to be clear Jeff almost, is not above that yes and i almost read it like as you wrote it canoeble uh to miss pack milf but uh yeah i don't know I, 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 listen I, re- I feel like it's not cool of them to defy pac-man by her uh status as a mom pac-man is more than that yeah could it just be like pack woman i mean it's pac-man pack woman's for, oh, available pack person they should just call it pack person um Here's my issue. It's all those bowling gifts, Mike. Uh, have you seen these bowling gifts on Twitter? Bowling gifts. Yeah. So you haven't. You've you haven't been sullied. No. Out. Um, basically, it's a bowling ball, and then halfway down, it turns into uh, a giant penis, and it has sex with the bowling pins. And it's all over. What does Twitter. this have to do with anything? Well, they're they're circles. You see, kind of like a bowling ball, and so and, and now we're talking about their their genders, and that's it's like. Um, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I've seen the bowling ball gifts. That's what's wrong with me. That's what's wrong with me, Mike. And you know what? what the hell? I kind of like them. That's the that's what's really wrong oh, with me. Now God. I'm afraid of like what this says about me. So I still don't understand what this has to do with Pac-Man. They're both circles. They're they're, they're yeah. They kind of look like bowling balls. What do you mean? You're an awful person. Once you see these things, you'll completely understand. I'll make. I sure. will never see. I will make sure you see I'm them. I'm going to tell them where the next Need for Speed is taking place. You know, the problem is, you uh, we're coworkers, so I can't make sure you see them, but. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get HR involved. All right, Just uh, sending me bowling porn again. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's uh, let's move on. That does it for the news, Mike. Did we get any super chats to help get us off this topic? We did, but we are going to take a small break first because Mikey has taken in a lot of fluids. All right, so everybody, we'll be back right after this. All right, um, Mike, that did it for the news. We're back from our break. You've gone to the little boy's room. Uh, do we have any super chats that you want to get to? Yes, we do. First off, I want to get to those two that I missed at the uh, at the end of last week's show. <laughs> Thor's piss. <laughs> yeah. One is from Boat Knight, who I already disparaged earlier by uh, insinuating that he was bad at video games. I'm sorry about that. But he asked, boiled egg coated in chocolate. Would you eat it? And the answer is absolutely not. I don't even like chocolate that much, let alone <laughs> on a boiled egg. I I, I would not. Um, that doesn't sound good. Um, I, I really like like deviled eggs and stuff like that. 
Uh, no, thanks. Uh, th those, those are two tastes that really would not go together for me. Then Odd Dem Zero said, hey, friends, how big will Summer Game Fest be this year? We don't know many of the Q3 and Q4 games still. What games are you excited about? I mean, Summer Game Fest is going to be pretty big, right, Jeff? Uh, Summer Game Fest? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I Not think your thing, you uh, narcissist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, my thing's going to be huge, yeah. Uh, yeah. Summer, Summer Game Fest should be pretty big. They're, like, he's right. There's There's not a lot. That has been announced so far, so we we should be hearing about a ton of stuff. Yeah, I would imagine it's going to be pretty huge. Yeah, but I know you asked last last podcast, but we missed it, so I threw I brought it up here. That's so right. That's how good we are to you. And then, uh, yes, yeah, so that makes sense. I I guess I think I game I'm excited for is probably still just Starfield. It's kind of a basic answer, but I'm excited to see what that looks like. All right, and then here's our new question, Jeff, from Irio Delgado. He says, six sleek swans swim swiftly southwards, scissor sizzles, thistle sizzles, a happy hippo hopped and hiccuped, new Tomb Raider, a remake, question mark. I think it's not going to be a remake, Jeff. What just happened? He did a tongue twister. I think he thought he could get me, but he didn't realize how <laughs> I did hear. I is. did hear you say scissor, though. That's pretty funny. Well, scissors was one of the words. Scissors, yeah. sizzles, thistle, sizzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it's a funny word. Um, but do you think is the new Tomb Raider going to be a remake? No, no. It's going to be a new. It's going to be a new game. It's time for a new game for them. Yes, it's in time for a new game. We don't need any more origin stories. I mean, unless like what? What? Like, I'm, we'll have like elements from like the story of Tomb Raider 2 or something random like that. I don't know. Maybe. But probably not. Uh, Brett Brigham says, when will we get some big announcements from Microsoft? Uh, the replacement event for E3 in June? Question mark. I, I don't know when they'll announce that, that they're doing it, but uh, they, they do have something in June and it should be coming up and it should be pretty big. And I mean, it's going to be it's going to just get prepared for a lot of Starfield. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's going to be a Starfield blowout uh, first and foremost, but there yeah. will be new things there'll there be new things some, yeah some reveals of things we haven't heard about in a while and some updates it'll be yeah and there'll be like game pass news and there'll be excitement yes yeah uh, absolutely raz tenda says found your channel last month like these pods slash chats shout out from sweden thank you raz thank you so much fair chested bandit says hyped for Grubhouse subathon congrats jeff can't wait for the thank upcoming you. ohio in person content i'll be able to hit jeff that's gonna be great Cool. I love to be violenced upon. Actually, yeah, you know, can, yeah, you could smack me. I'm fine. They just banned uh, Will Smith from uh, the Academy Award for ten years. So, uh, oh, I thought he, uh, oh, did they? I thought he resigned. But so, well, they, he resigned, but then they just said he's not going to be allowed to show up to any uh, broadcast or whatever for the next ten years. That just happened. I'm like, is it going to like come back in ten years? It's going to be this. Is it a big thing? thing? No, no, it's going to yeah. be no. They will make such a big deal out of it. It'll be You're the right. most, we'll their highest on. rated one. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He'll be the host. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get a lifetime achievement award. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> What if he just slaps someone again? What if he gets mad again? Fuck that would own. God, that would be so sweet. <laughs> oh, that'd oh. be so great. Supernova says, what license does Roundhouse Studios work on? Question mark. I what don't. is Roundhouse Studios? I don't. I can't never remember. It's one of these ones that I think they acquired. Is that the one that like got acquired with Bethesda? Yes, it's it was one of those Bethesda ones that uh, I... Um, it was, is it formerly Human Head? Human Head turned into Roundhouse? Uh I can't yes. remember. I don't know what they're working on. Uh, I honestly don't know. I always mean to check okay, into this, and this I never remember. Human Head. So these are the guys who did what? Rune Two? Weren't they the quiet ones? Quiet that... Man? <laughs> these guys made the Quiet Man. Ah, oh, they made the Quiet Man that... for Square Enix. Uh, who was making? Um, they couldn't invent Human Head then. Who was going to make uh, Prey Two? The original Prey Two. Um. Oh, 
that's interesting. So it wasn't. So these guys made Prey, but they didn't make that original version of Prey too. It or maybe they did. Maybe I they did. I don't know. Maybe they did. because they only have like release games in this development. Oh, canceled Prey too. Yes, yeah. Okay. They they, yeah, that's them. Uh, okay. they're, they're making Prey three. Why the hell not? <laughs> there we go. Wow. Okay, that was funny. Uh, next one here from Supernova. Oh, no, that was it. Uh, from Vetterelli. Vetterelli? Vetterelli. Even though it's kind of sad to just do sequels and remakes of old games, which old LucasArts slash LucasFilms games would you like to see get a sequel Mike. slash remake? I would very much like to see a new Maniac Mansion from like Ron Gilbert. And I think who, you're right about that. I think that will happen. Yeah, uh, I like Day of the Ten- Day of the Tentacle is also very, very much beloved game from me. So seeing a new one of those would be uh, fantastic. It'd be great if they can also get Tim Schafer and Double Fine involved. So that's, that's kind of the weird thing there is that there's kind of like duo ownership more so than even with Monkey Allen. Because, yeah, Ron Gilbert did Maniac Mansion, but then Tim Schafer did Day of the Tentacle. Both those games are important and great. And it's like, well, what do you, what do, you do? Do you Can you get both of them together? Do you just kind of go the Ron Gilbert route? I don't know. But um, other than that, I don't know. Like, uh, like a lot of these other adventure game things, I think are fine. Like, I, I Grim Fandango is one of my favorite games ever. Don't really need a sequel to that. And again, that's more of a Tim Schafer joint. Same thing with, say, Full Throttle. That's some of the other ones. It's like, you know, do we need a Zach McCracken sequel? Probably not. What about some of the other like non adventure game things? Like, uh, what was it? There was a cowboy game that was basic. Uh, was it Outlaws or Desperado? It was basically um, Dark Forces, but with cowboys. So that was interesting. I had to look, but I am so adventure game focused that that's what I think about. Uh, Toad Pack Shakur says, have you all changed your minds on watching Halo? Turns out the Mikey has a better body than Master Chief Theory is confirmed in episode three. Well, we all re- already knew that. So no big surprises there. Yeah, everybody's freaking out because we saw Master Chief's ass. Jeff, what do you think about that? I, I think I got to see that. I got to see that for myself. Um, show me that ass. Uh, show me what you're working with. Yeah, show me that ass. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm still. I I think it's very unlikely I ever end up watching the show. That's that's where I'm at. Yep. Dedo, especially since I don't need to see inferior asses. He probably doesn't (laughs) even show his butthole. The coward. How dare he? Yeah, Jeff. That's it for the super chats for now. If you guys want to send in some more, we will read them before we are done today. Uh, but Jeff, why does the community want to ask? Oh yeah, I will get to that after I run this tissue to my daughter. We'll be right back, everybody. We are back, and we got a bunch of questions from the community. So let's get into those. Uh, yeah, we got a, and more coming in right as I say that. All right, let's start here with Turbo Madden, who says, "Hey Jeff, video games Tim the Toolman Taylor Grub and Mike, video games Al Borland Minotti." Real quick, <laughs> Mike, how do you feel about that? I, I think that's pretty fair. Well, I yeah, except yeah, that's I mean that's right. Except Al like had that amazing tweet where he's like, "I'm not getting into NFTs," and then he's like, "I'm getting into NFTs." Listen, the uh, listen the actors for both of these characters, Mike, some issues. All right, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, uh, since Grub is planning on moving to Ohio, where Minotti is at, are you two going to do a show set in a studio and turn Game Mess slash Last of the Nintendo Dogs into gaming tool time as it is as it <laughs> always was destined to be? With Crystal and Daisy as the Game Mess Tool Time girls. Um, on a side note, Grub, have you recovered from Richard Carnes' betrayal going from anti-NFTs to pro-NFTs? No, I never will. How dare he? How dare he do that? Um, yes, what what if just like, a, like, I've decided I don't need to do NFTs. And then a couple months later, be like, here are my just well, awful NFTs. I get, I'm betting somebody offered him a lot of money yeah, to make I, NFTs. I so. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah. He was just playing hard uh, to get. 
That, that, Jeff is still going to be like an hour and a half away from me. So it's not like I'm going to be there for every Nintendogs or Game no. Beat the Sides or anything like that. Nope. Yep. But we will be doing some stuff. We'll probably do like less live stuff and more like maybe YouTube videos. Some live stuff, I'm sure. It's it's up to Jeff. Jeff's got to make the studio. We got to see what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, that, it's going to look good, actually. It's going to be great. We're, like, there's a lot of room down there in that basement. It's going to be great. It's already finished. It's great. Uh, Danger Man Leet. Uh, has a couple of topics here. Uh, UE5 stream was interesting with Crystal Dynamics moving to UE5. Uh, looks like in-house engines are on the decline. Yeah, uh, which will the next one uh, to get to the chopping block? Frostbite, especially Bioware, very unlikely to use UE5 for the next Mass Effect. Um, yeah, Frostbite seems like it's not long for this world, I would imagine. Um, sure, right. I mean, a big part is that it's just like maintaining that code over time. It, like, what I've heard is the hardest thing to hire for not it's not like artists not like gameplay coders not programmers it is people who know how to maintain code that is being actively used and so um at a certain point you just want to stop hiring those people because you want to stop relying on them and that means you go rely on a company like like uh, epic who will maintain it for you and then you don't have to do the work um they're already slowly pulling back from frostbite in, in certain ways i think that um moving all their sports games to frostbite makes it somewhat less likely that they're going to get rid of it like immediately. Um, but I, I would imagine we have a future where like it's being used for the sports games and then probably still by dice for their shooters. And that's, then and yeah, that's I was about it. to ask, is there any chance the next battlefield doesn't use frostbite? Probably not. It probably still uses frostbite. Thing. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, but like the people who made frostbite frostbite, most of them have left, I think. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Number two from danger man. Also on the, on the special announcement of the UE five stream, I, I am the, I'm the only one salty that a new Unreal Tournament on UE5 is not announced. Has Epic abandoned Unreal Tournament? Yes. Yes, they're making Fortnite, and that's it. That's it. That's their shooter. Uh, they tried to make that Unreal Tournament at the beginning of, like, Unreal 4. Right. And it just was never it was never huge. It was always, like, this weird free-to-play thing that you could get in the, the yeah. thing you would download when you were going to get the Unreal Engine to make games. And so, yeah. Damn shit, man. I have good memories of, like, what, Unreal Engine 2007 or something. One of those was just was super fun. Yeah, Tom, 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 Tom Anderson in chat says it's going to be frostbite. Yeah, it's going to it, it is frostbite. That's absolutely right. Uh, three of uh, that rumored Ubisoft Battle Royale by Tom Henderson. Another sh- hero shooter thingy. Uh, wish uh, wish Overwatch 2. Su- uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wish Overwatch 1 support was never dropped. So every man, woman and their dog would stop hitching onto the hero shooter bandwagon. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of alternatives out there, but I mean, uh, at a certain point, hero shooters and like hero based games make a lot of sense because you want characters to f- feel uh, uh, have like individualistic personalities because that makes your game more appealing. I mean, Overwatch had heroes, too. So it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. OK, from Jump Matt, why is Mike so sure the next 3D Mario won't come out this year? Mike, go ahead and answer his question. Uh, they already have a pretty stacked schedule for the rest of the year. We would I, I feel like announcing a Mario game that coming out uh, within six months is a pretty fast turnaround for that series uh, historically, or at least as far back as I can remember. Well, to that end, he says this is already the biggest stretch between mainline Mario's since the gap sure. between Mario 64 and Sunshine. And that was only because Mario 128 was canceled. Really? Huh. I will say it doesn't really feel like that, but I, I believe not. That I don't believe him. But yeah, but it doesn't feel like that, I think, because we got Bowser's Fury as sort of a tie-in, right? That's so true. That, That's a good point. Not, kind of, not really. Uh, but yeah, I, don't, I, I think they're I think they're set for this year already. And again, like, why wouldn't you just kind of hold that back uh, 
up to a year if you wanted to to make it a launch game for the Switch too, or for what like ever new hardware. It's not not aside from like the Switch, uh, the Switch Portable OLED or whatever. Yeah. Switch Lite OLED. Switch Lite OLED. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily worry about having to have a Mario game launch with that, but. No, I think I'm right. You want to do it? You want to do a poll? Let's ask. Is Mario sure? That's a good uh, idea. Is a new Mario coming out this year? Yes or no? Yeah. Let me uh, let me ask this one, then I'll get the poll going. Happy Friday, my, my beef brethren. Are there any forgotten about or underrated PS1 and PS2 games you are hoping to get added to the new PS Plus? I'm personally hoping it includes Fighting Force and Suikoden, uh, and the and the Suikoden games. Have a good weekend, boys. Oh, I should have. I mean, yeah, Suikoden is like one and two are fantastic. They should barely even be underrated anymore. Fighting Force, God, that you know that game was like a pitch for a, like a 3D shoots of Rage for Sega that they turned back. If you look at it, you can see how it could possibly have been that. But uh, gosh, there are so many. There's, I'm sure there's a zillion PlayStation One, PlayStation Two games that are underrated. And what does underrated even mean? It's hard to think of them on the you know the cuff. I guess jump, like Jumping Flash Two counts. I can't even. I don't even know how popular or not Jumping Flash is anymore. All right, I don't know if that's underrated enough. So I phrased the question, is the next Mario more likely to come out this year or come out as a Switch 2 launch game? So there we go. Let's see what the people say. And I'm not allowed to vote uh, in it. They should just put Bubsy 3D on there. I just I actually want to play Bubsy 3D again. I own that game. It's been so long. I want to see just how bad it is. I say it every week, but Flipnik, put Flipnik for PS2 on there. It's that uh, uh, like world exploring uh, pinball game and it has <laughs> triple paddle in it. Which is like What's the that PlayStation pong. What's that place you do game where you're a fly? Mr. Mosquito. Mr. Mr. Mosquito, Mosquito should yeah. be on there. Guitaro yeah. Man. Stuff like that. There's a zillion. There's, yeah, the weird I mean, games. One of, the, one, of the, one of like the crazy kind of fun things about PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 is just that they had giant game libraries, mm-hmm. right? Like ridiculously big. So it's just fun to just throw as much stuff on there as you possibly can. All right. Now, everyone's voting for you. So uh, to help flesh this out, uh, the reason I think it might come out this year or, or the you know, even next year. Oh, if so, so, so to cheat and to try to. Well, I mean, to give like the gift of like some reasoning is wouldn't you want to sell the game, the Mario game you've been working on for years and years and years to as many switch owners as possible and give them no reason to hesitate. And wouldn't they be more likely to do that if they're not struggling to buy the switch too? Um, you know, it'll sell over time I, on the switch too. But I, I think, you know, you, you did all this work just, just to put 120 million or whatever switch systems in the world. Um, wouldn't you want to sell to all, all 120 million? And so, uh, I, I still think it's. Pr- I think you're probably I right, mean, Mike. But that's uh, that. That would be my reasoning. It would be exactly like with the first Mario Odyssey. Even if there aren't, you know, you're not wrong. Switch twos out at first. Everybody who gets Switch two will buy this game eventually. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay, from Casual, dear Mike, 180 tidy whities Minotti, and Jeff. I used to, I used to have a tidy whitey problem through. It took me a long time to realize. Oh, I should wear boxers now. <laughs> now, when I say a while, like to be clear, but wearing boxers for like over ten years now, I just mean for too long. I was still wearing the tidy whitey. It is very strange to phrase it as a problem, like it was something you were addicted to. Well, I shouldn't have. I just didn't know. I just like, oh, like this is underwear. That's what you wear. I didn't realize that. Like, I didn't have to wear Fruit of the Loom like tidy whities anymore uh and then jeff proto wario grub which is that's fair that's fair uh how are you this question is mainly for mike but i'd love to hear jeff's take on it i'm someone who is a very big into food and the work that goes into it two mildly amused by the disney brand and three big into theme parks 
all of this is to ask Mike if I could share, if he could share a bit about the restaurants at Disney World. Yes, he definitely could. About Disney World Land, which one, which one is his favorite? Uh, what they serve, etc. Love you and all that you do. P.S. I can't believe that didn't pop out once during the Kirby centric episode. So I'm taking my shot now. Waddle D's nuts. I feel like that did Waddle happen. D's I feel like someone good. did say that. But fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a dangerous topic because I can go on and on about this. Uh, Disney World. One of my favorite restaurants uh, in Epcot has a million great restaurants and food stands because it has all those different countries and, and whatnot. But they actually have like uh, Via Napoli is this pizza place in the Italy pavilion. And they have these giant wood fired uh, pizzas. And it's that Napole- you know, Napoleon style pizza. It is very good. I like that a lot. Uh, there's this newish restaurant called Topolino's. Uh, <laughs> nice, Jeff. At the top of the new Riviera Resort that does a kind of Mediterranean menu. So it's a lot of French and Italian food. They have a lot of really good homemade pastas that taste fantastic there. Narcusis is over at the Grand Floridian. That's a great place for seafood. I can go on and on about this, but I can see <laughs> I am losing just attention. Last thing I'll say is in Disneyland, the restaurants aren't as good, but the snacks are incredible. Get a corn dog at the red corn dog cart at the end of Main Street. Ooh, I love get corn some, dogs. Get some Mickey shaped beignets at the Mint Jewel Bar in New Orleans Square. There. Uh, from Bench JC. Mike, Jeff is moving close to you, probably. And, uh, well, hopefully, you have a housewarming gift in mind. Yeah, hopefully he does. I don't know if you follow those common courtesies. He probably doesn't. Who could tell with you? Uh, this is just a reminder to start thinking about one. That was very thoughtful. Wow. Thank you, Bench JC. Yeah. Maybe I won't hit him quite as hard the first time I see him. <laughs> uh, Delta Prime 84. Hey, Jeff, could you please politely ask SCS Software what is going on with the Heart of Russia expansion for Euro Truck Sim 2? It was very close to release before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. However, SCS have gone completely radio silent on the Russian expansion uh, instead of making some sort of statement about the expansion release plans. I completely understand if they would rather shelve the expansion for the time being, but it's just annoying to not be told if it is or if it isn't still getting released. Personally, I'd love to see the expansion get released and proceeds go to charity, like with Fortnite's new update. Yeah, I mean, they probably couldn't give all their proceeds. They got to pay their bills, unlike Epic, who could just pay their bills with what they made last month. But they could probably split some of those proceeds, right? Epic's rich now. They don't have to pay bills anymore, right? I think that's how, I mean, at a certain point, I assume that's how it works. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we'll see what we can get out of them. That's probably fair to do an update on that. Uh, The answer probably is, no, go ahead. I was trying to say my housewarming gift for you should be an Ethernet cable. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to set it up with this wired thing. Shut up. Uh, Blackheart Vinyl. <laughs> Sony doesn't get enough shit for closing the servers on their multiplayer games early. In the wake of PS3 games coming back, I was thinking about how many of their PS3 games have closed servers. Meanwhile, you could still play most 360 multiplayer games now without problem. I'd uh, I'd give a go to Calling All Cars, Fat Princess, Mag, Starhawk, Fat Twisted Princess. Metal. Yeah, I, I'm like, most of those games, of those games, Starhawk it's probably the only one I would actually want to play, but this is Big not job. not me. But calling all cars, I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't give a fuck about calling yeah, all I'll cars. I'll be okay. Yeah, I'll be okay. Uh, they tried to make uh, they tried to make uh, Fat Princess a thing for a bit there, man. Yeah, but, yeah. I never quite got because even at the time it was like, I, I guess they're like they're like, oh, we're, it's just a Fat Princess. There's no joke here. That that's just a character. It's we're not fat shaming or anything like that. But I was always like. Is it a joke, though? Because it feels like you're trying to skirt around it. I don't know, but um, whatever. Uh, they said, uh, and, and now they're close closing Everybody's Golf 2. That's uh, that's PS4. This is not really a question, just a rant. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, if they bring back like Starhawk and Twisted Metal and Mag, and uh, they're probably not gonna bring back Mag. They're bringing uh, back Twisted Metal out of those, and that's it. Yeah, and it's like uh, they might turn the servers back on for Twisted Metal, and that's it as, as well. Excuse me. Um, Velocity Prime One, hail and mel- and well met, Beef and Cheddar Boys. My Thank birthday you. was this weekend. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. And before it was delayed, Advance Wars was going to be the game I either picked up or requested as a gift. Do you have any strong associations with games released around your birthday, either as a gift or something you got on your own? Um, every year, it seems like something that's coming around uh, out around my birthday, because my birthday is at the end of the fiscal quarter on March 22nd. So uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, usually something happens. But now I can't remember any of them. So clearly, I don't have a strong association. Yeah, my birthday's in early December. So there have been a lot of games that have come out around there over the year, so much so that I don't really associate one with it even though like i know smash brothers melee must have come out pretty close to my birthday but i still don't really even associate that with my birthday didn't smash brothers ultimate come out like around your birthday too maybe but that one i would have gotten a code for like earlier anyways yeah that's not i think that's right but like again it's eh, not not, yeah i don't really associate them with my birthday i I, it's weird like the one game i remember getting as a birthday gift was all real monsters for the sega genesis (laughs) because i remember asking for that and we had my birthday dinner at pizza hut and there's you know it's like that 90s pizza hut vibe and i'm there with my stuffed crust pizza and that like kind of opaque but clear red glass filled with coca-cola maybe in the studio we we should maybe have like a small part a corner of my studio that has one of those pizza Pizza Hut hut chandeliers Yes, a little table it's be very dark and the, yes uh, in the red like, in the red coke checker, uh, yes cups god that stuff's so checkerboard tablecloth my oh, wife god. my wife worked at a pizza for a while well uh, not, not in the nice it was a little the bit one she's a keeper yeah exactly uh let's see from epic turbo world a totally selfish question this week with e3 i knew what um i knew what days to take off work as a mini staycation when do you think we will start getting announcements for dates for events i need at least three weeks notice for uh, and for the time off in june uh probably more than that um yeah you're it's probably not going to work that 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 nicely i mean i think jeff key will probably jeff key will probably say that like the uh summer game fest event is happening this day but whether all the other events will take place on days right around that i think it's still up in the air i think there's no real way to know but i don't know i would just hold out and hope that jeff keely announces something soon in the meantime i'll try to keep stuff updated on the game as best i can uh from hosp jeff I had fun with spin tires and then absolutely loved the changes for SnowRunner. Um, with development deep into year two, uh, uh, the year two pass of the DLC, where would you like to see, see the series go uh, with the next release? Deserts, jungles, or just a, a single huge open world seems to most, the most obvious jump to me. Yeah, that's what I want. I want, um, I think that they're kind of sticking to, like the game starts with Michigan and then you go up to like Alaska and stuff like that. That was the, you know, snow tires, yeah, SnowRunner. Um, but even like I still like and, you know, they probably would have trouble doing this right now. But in a future like that, like Soviet style of like, uh, oh, we're in like the muddy back ends of Russia that no one's ever been to before. And we're trying to build it out. Um, I like those settings. Fine. What they need to do is make it more persistent and sort of make it like you are working towards big world goals and not like small goals. So that if you play with your friends, basically, you just have a persistent world where you are logging in over a matter of weeks trying to build up this world. And if a truck gets stuck, it's just stuck there until someone goes to get it. And your friends can do that. Like if you stop playing and leave your truck there, you'd be like, hey, I I abandoned a truck. I couldn't get it out. You have the truck that's good for getting this out. When you get on later, could you help me get it out? I think that they need to focus on that multiplayer side of things and not make it sort of this like session session based or we're going to do like this one goal and then the session's over sort of thing um i think the multiplayer side could really be fleshed out 
Um, from Turbana, Turbama, Turbo Bama. <laughs> Do you think Sony metaphorically blew their load too early by giving away all of the best PS4 uh, first party titles for anyone who has a PS5? with ps plus i feel like that would have been a great value to give the premium tier of the new ps plus so what you're talking about is that uh, ps plus collection which yeah anyone who subscribes to ps plus gets these what is it like 20 games or something like that yeah it's yeah it's like a lot of the best it's, it's, games. yeah basically all of the best exclusive ps4 games uh, i mean i don't know blew their load uh, that was uh, at the end of the day they just want to get people subscribed to ps plus and move people up you're right it probably would have been a good thing to put in the top tier but excuse me i think it's it should be something that they um, can get over by releasing more new games all the time and, and eventually adding the new games they put on PS5 into those top tiers. Um, Visualizer. Jeff, do you remember the intro music to 1080 Snowboarding? If so, do you have any idea what the lyrics are to that song that plays? Um, 20 plus years to this day, and I still am clueless as to what he's actually trying to scream out during the intro slash title sequence. I kind of remember it, but there's I don't think I, I don't know the sequence that are the lyrics to songs that I like sing now. Um, I'm like really bad at that. So uh, I'll say that I don't really know uh, what, what they were saying. Uh, and I would play it. But the last time I played music, I destroyed Mike's brain and, and the entire sure. podcast. Well, so. to be clear, it was uh, it was a toad uh, version of a Lady Gaga song. Is that right? Chandelier? Who sings that? It was, was, a, that C- it was a Sia song. Sia. Sia. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me see. So, so Daytona. Daytona. <laughs> Daytona. Let's go, Mike. Mike, you're missing out on on these videos. All right, here's a 1080 snowboarding intro song with lyrics. So let's just get the answer right now. Let me see if it's uh, gonna play. If you guys can hear it, nope. Let me do it real quick. Ong speakers uh, music. All right, so I'm gonna turn down the volume first, and then please. All right, now I'm going to turn up a little bit. Watch out. All right, so that was just power sale. Okay, I think this person might just be cool again. Power is it. Yeah, this person, Kabuto Kai. Nikki, Nikki, am I in your way? Let me sing Enema. Yeah, this person's just making up lyrics. This is great. Feeling mama drama if you rock on bells. Meow. Ho, ho, ho. Feeling mama drama. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. Mama drama. Hooligan. Ho, ho, ho. Hooligan. Power is it. All right. All right. Power is it. All right. That's, um, so I think that answered your question, and you're very welcome. Okay. Uh, from Ogto. Uh, hey, Jeff and Mike. So why did, uh, why did Sony announce the revamped PS Plus tiers when there was still plenty of time left, and what they, uh, what they said wasn't very exciting? Either they saw the leaks and thought, let's just call the rumors, or they're planning another media blitz before launch. Why announce it if you're not going to give more solid details or at least a snazzy video? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think this was always their plan. Like, I think they were, this was like kind of, it seemed like they were going to do this. I don't know why they didn't have like a sizzle reel. You're right. It, it does seem weird. Um, I mean, he says that like he's hoping that uh, they're going to have more to announce soon and like maybe emulation, like better emulation stuff and stuff like that. But I think what they've announced for the most part is what they're going to deliver and the stuff we have to wait for is just what games they're going to be. Um, also at a certain point, like they probably are like, Hey, we are going to be making changes to the way people buy things and what you can buy uh, to, to get into these tiers. And we want to give people forewarning so they know what to be spending their money on. Um, and so they don't feel like the rug got pulled out from underneath them. So that's a big part of it too. This is just like public relations. Um, 
Dr. Turbo Sus, what game have you purchased and never played? I got a couple, Mike. Oh, how about you? You got anything that, on your shelf that oh, you've I'm never sure. played? I mean, on Steam, like that's almost cheating, though. I feel like yeah. it should be something like I bought physically. Uh, gosh, I, I yeah, I want to think. I need to think. God, I have Skullgirls I'm looking at right here on my Steam. I know I've never I've got, that. I didn't buy it, but I, it came uh, uh, with um, the, the review copy or the review system for the Switch. Uh, one two switch. I know. I don't think I ever really played. I don't think. I don't even know if I ever actually put it in there. Um, I think so, I bought yeah. Tales of Zillia. One. I, there's one of like the weird like PlayStation Three era Tales games that I bought and never actually played. Um. Let's see. From Winnie, any chance of a Squadrons follow up, or will it be another twenty years before we get another Star Wars dogfighter? Um. I don't know. That game seemed like it did pretty okay for what it was, but I, I don't know if EA it has make the... much noise though. And like, it was... I liked it. Criterion made that, and they are making that Need for Speed game now. So it's like uh, they're they're clearly the not working on it right now. The one set in the bottom of the ocean. What's that? The one set in the bottom of the ocean. Oh wait, I wasn't supposed to say that. Oh, uh, yes, that's right, Mike. You blew it. You told everybody. It's in the it's Lost City of Atlantis. You thought that you thought that this bit was bad, and you don't like it, and now you're trying to play into it to make me feel better. I just I'm gonna be moving closer. I don't want you to hit me hard. Oh, uh, you're getting hit pretty hard. <laughs> All right, uh, this is from Tune In Live tonight at twitch.tv slash Jeff Grubb to watch Benji win at Mario Party. Bop. <laughs> wow. Is that who made the, is that who who won his way into the game? Benji yes. Bop? Benji Bop, yep. Nice. Yep, and he's, Go he's, he's going to be our fourth tonight. Uh, happy Friday, Jeff. Thanks for bringing my attention to Damon's, uh, that Damon's X exists, Grub, and Mike has the tendency to brood, therefore, broodable Minotti. Mm, <laughs> wow! Okay, broody because blind, brood. blind step in. Yeah, blinds and brood is also oh. like it relates to that because you're yeah, like, that's you, right. Yeah, you create a brood as you breed, so that's yeah, basically Jeff, the same thing. Criterion didn't make uh, Squadron's motive did. Motive did didn't Criterion work on it? Maybe Criterion worked on it. I feel like uh, wait, you know wait. Criterion worked on the the VR dogfighter game that was in um bat, bat, b- Battlefront 2 I think or something like that. Yeah. Well, didn't Motive make the single player campaign for Battlefront 2? Yeah, I thought it's hard to keep track. It's, it's hard to keep track. Whatever. Uh I'm going to look it up now cuz now now I'm now I'm like back on your side. Who the hell made Star Wars Squadron? I know Mitch Dyer like wrote it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Star so Motive Wars. definitely worked on it too then. Star Wars Squadrons is developed by Motive, okay? Yeah. Motive was the main studio there, huh? That sounds right. That, that definitely sounds right for like the Let's main Let's see if Criterion campaign. helped. Uh, while he's doing Brian, that, uh, he says, uh, uh, in honor of the Masters this week. Criterion brings up nothing. So okay, fair enough. Uh, in honor of the Masters this week, what are some video game traditions of yours that never get old? Uh, for me, it's always replaying Pokemon Emerald and Halo. Uh, thanks as always. Have a great weekend. Um... Yeah, I uh, can go back and play SimCity for Super Nintendo right now and have, like, that be what I play all night. So, uh, yeah. I don't uh, tra- Tradition to me means there's something, like, routine-like about it. or like, like Sure, I yeah. Because of I mean, I play, Tokyo, I play Tokyo Kong Country on Thanksgiving. There's a tradition. That's what I do. See, I don't even know if I do that. So I don't know if I really have, like, a tradition. Per se. I, I, I wish I could say, like, I play Christmas nights every single Christmas, but that's a lie. Uh, Keyworks says, as Ohioans, uh, which I suppose is fair now, um, what would y'all say are the best regional places to eat? Me and my girlfriend visit from Florida quite a bit due to being coaster enthusiasts and have been introduced to Swinson's, Melt, Skyline, and Quaker Steak, Quaker Steak and Lube, 
Any Quaker other suggestions? Steak. I've been to, yeah, we used to go to Quaker Steak all the time in Columbus. Well, there's a one, there's one, we, we used to go all the time when it was like a 30 minute drive, then they opened one in my town. We go way less. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So, P- so I was hang on real quick. Uh, PS May 23rd right. eShop Day. If you want to be innocent, remember to make your purchases soon. Right. Okay. Yeah. eShop's going to be closed for the 3DS. Yes. Swenson's is like an amazing burger place. And they, uh, it's so funny because it used to be like only in Cleveland. It was this big deal. And now they're opening one incredibly close to me. It's gone from being like very far away to literally being the closest burger place to me aside from Burger King, I think. So, yes. Uh, So that's exciting. But, uh, you know, it's not even really a chain, but especially in the Youngstown era, there's just a zillion like greasy spoon Italian joints that are incredible. Just like, like, it's like this genre of restaurant where they just mix bar food with cavatelli <laughs> and it's the best thing in the world just cover everything in red sausage cheese it's good yeah i'm I'm out of date so like i was gonna say stuff that you already mentioned so melt and uh and uh Melt's Qua- very good quaker stick i guess yeah i, I love quaker stick um oh, but- oh winking lizard's fun but i i don't know how many more of those are mostly around the cleveland area this again, I, there was a winking food. lizard in and uh my friends worked at the winking lizard in columbus uh, so they have, yeah. yeah, they have a giant draft list and they have the best barbecue sauce in the world. I always buy oh, like three bottles bar- of it when I leave. Yeah. They put poppy seeds in the barbecue sauce or something. Uh, interesting. So it's, it's that sweet heroin. Yeah. Yes, it's good. I like uh, the drugs that are in it. <laughs> From VJ Incoming. Jeff, I hope one of these days when you do the whole type something in Slack and get Mike to react live things, you just type send nudes to see how he reacts. All right, I'll, I will file that away. I'll, I'll do that eventually. There you go. Um, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Send incriminating stuff on the company Slack. Please. Yep. Uh, King is overrated. Asks when we haven't heard from PlayStation PC reports uh, Uncharted. Wait, wait, wait. We haven't heard from PlayStation PC ports. Uncharted was announced since Uncharted was announced, but no date released, and it's almost halfway through the year. Is there anything else coming this year? Um, if there is something coming, what could it be? Like, I, I wonder. I mean. Is Ghost of Tsushima on PC yet? No, like that. That seems like it should be next. But Spider Man, I know you don't. I know you're like still think that's weird. But I mean, yeah, it's just it's just a bit more complicated. I feel like. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We haven't heard anything this year. Did those Uncharted ones ever actually come to PC? Because it was like they were supposed to. And I think it got delayed, didn't it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, could I go on Steam right now? Go to store and let it load for a second, and then type in Uncharted. And then I wouldn't have cared it. normally, but now I'm like, oh, I can play Uncharted games on my, yeah, the Legacy of Thieves collection is 2022, okay. and it's not out yet. So I just real, yeah, that's gonna be sweet though, and I can play Uncharted 2 on my Steam Deck. That's gonna be good times. Oh baby. Uh, from Nick Turbo with the final one here. Will the emulators for the new PS Plus be better well, than? Wait un- a second, no, I can't. The Legacy of Thieves collection is just Uncharted 4 and thing. Is is the Nathan Drake collection coming to PC? Or is I don't it think they ever said. PC? Oh come on. No, I don't think Sorry. so. But you could play it. You could play it on your Steam Deck, Mike. <laughs> uh, wow. Will the emulators for the new PS Plus be better than on the PlayStation Classic? Uh, will we get sixty hertz again? Also, Atomic Heart is a Russian studio. Will it still? Or it's from a Russian studio. Will it still come out this year? I, I, I don't know. That's it's tough to say what 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 the chances are that are for that. Um, I would assume that with PS Plus, they are at least doing the work to ensure that if you are in a terror, you, 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 hopefully you get the choice at worst, and at, at best, you just all, everyone gets the 60 hertz version, right? Because these days, everyone has yeah. a 60 hertz TV. So. I mean, again, I'm not an expert, but it seems like the PlayStation 1 uh, like emulator on the Vita was really good, and that was like the same one PlayStation 3 had, I assume. Right, so, so I bet that's what they ended up using, right? And, and the, the problem wasn't the emulators, 
on the well, maybe it was a little bit on the PS Classic. Right, yeah, they they're just using included, the wrong version. Yeah, they included the PAL versions, which is just right. wild. Sorry. Yeah, Jim Ryan's like just like, know. that's like what I grew up on. That just yeah. didn't know. Or so, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Jim Ryan's like, oh, we like it at 40 hertz or whatever the hell that was. That's yeah. Um, wrong. Wrong. Okay, uh, we're all caught up in the questions, except for maybe some super chats. Mike, what do you think? I do got some more super chats from Sick Jake. With all the new Star Trek out, anyone making a new Trek game? You know, they actually announced a, a game based off that Nickelodeon cartoon show yesterday. Uh, so, I mean, it'll be a kid's game. That's Star Trek Prodigy. So, I don't know anything oh, right, about yeah. it. And that got announced. Oh, and uh, Telltale, or is it that studio that's made of the Telltale, like, X people? One of them's making that Star Trek game, right? Uh, that got announced. I didn't just yeah, imagine that. No, I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. I forgot that about it until you brought happened. it up, though. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a real thing. That's actually happening, that is happening, right? Yes. Yeah. So there's plenty of Star Trek stuff coming. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to look like the big AAA Star Trek game of our dreams necessarily. I think that the Telltale style makes a lot of sense for Star Trek, though. Agreed. Mm-hmm. RDX Son of a Fet says Xbox Xbox beat PlayStation Five and Switch in March. Do we know that yet? MPD's not out yet, right? Uh, MPD is not out so much later this month, but it could be in some other territories. But, I mean, it seems likely just based on the availability of the Xboxes compared right. to the PlayStations. So. Yeah, we know that PlayStation is having worse supply issues, right? Right. Very much so. Boat Knight uh, says, have you ever seen the weird as fuck Maniac Mansion TV show loosely based on Maniac Mansion? It was Canadian and Eugene Levy made it. I had always heard about this and was really interested in it. Apparently, yeah, it, was, it was very strange. I don't know if you ever heard about this yet, but yeah, no. they made a Maniac Mansion like sitcom. Like live action? Live action, like, way, like way back in the early 90s-ish. Weird. Uh, pretty weird. Very loosely based on the original Maniac Mansion. Like Fred Edison is in it, but it's, like the family's there. But I, I have no idea what an episode of this show is like. King is overrated. Says since Breath of the Wild sequel is not coming until 2023, what's the likelihood of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD coming out this year in its place? We think that it's pretty high, right, Jeff? Yes, we do. Uh, I, I think it's very likely that they were holding off for this very specific circumstance where Zelda comes out, or Breath of the Wild two comes out next year. There's still going to be a Zelda thing this year, and it's going to be that. Jeff, that poll ended, by the way. This is maybe one of my greatest victories over you ever, with 82% thinking that the next Mario is more likely to come out as a Switch 2 launch game, with only 17% thinking it'll come out this year. Mm -hmm. And 1% just lost to the ether. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's. uh, I I think this is completely fair. Uh, It's definitely wishful thinking more than anything else that we'll get something like that this year. But... I, I am not of the opinion. I don't want to share your opinion that this year is like set for them in a way like, oh, they have a ton of stuff. They're they still have a ton of stuff. At E3, they will still announce a big game coming out this holiday. If it's not Mario, it'll be something else. See, I forgot that that Fire Emblem, uh, that that Fire Emblem Muso game is also coming out this year until they, there's like new screenshots yeah. posted today. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a I thing. I that too, actually. So maybe not. That's maybe they won't have anything. Maybe that's their big thing. That's their big thing, yeah. Uh, Supernova says, where did Kojima move from his previous studio? Is this an indication of an acquisition? Does Jeff Keighley know about it? Did Kojima move? I don't know. They did open new studios, right? I, I don't I don't know the details. I don't. I'm sorry. X Atticus says, what game past slash present would you like to see on Unreal Engine 5? I definitely kind of said, like, I don't I don't really care that much about, like, moving a game to an engine or what difference that really makes. Uh, but I'll say Anthem. They should re- they should re-release Anthem. They should remake it in Unreal Engine Five and see if, if it runs. That will that will unlock all the fun right there. That's what yeah. it needed. 
Yeah, then it'll be good. Actually, I was honestly, if that game was if it was on on, on Unreal instead of Frostbite, it actually seriously would have had a chance because they would have been able to make content faster. Right. I mean, that game, I, yeah, that was one of the games where I was like, man, this I have like a pretty good computer and this game is just not running very well on it. And I'm very frustrated mm. and mad. Remake Andromeda says Nick Derby. I remake, remake Mass Effect Andromeda. Someday I'll play Mass Effect Andromeda just to see. I don't like it. All right. That's it for the Super Chats. We are, in fact, caught up. Guys, you can still get them in and we will read them before we end here, which might be coming up soon. Relatively short episode for Games Beat Decides this week, Jeff. Yeah, you know, it, it goes that way sometimes. I'm, I'm okay with that. It's, uh, yeah. You know, there wasn't much news to talk about this week. We kind of just went, we rammed through that and then we, we had about the same amount of questions as we normally do, except for, uh, you know, there's actually a few, few a little, slightly fewer questions in the uh, from the Discord this week. But I bet as we get new blood in from YouTube, that'll change. That's right. That new YouTube blood. Yeah. So uh, we'll see about that. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Mike, I, I've mostly still been playing Tunic. Um, I uh, I did actually start that Star Wars, uh, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, though. Oh, I like I'm like kind, part of me wants to just get that and play it. But I don't I always get those games that I'm like excited and I kind of have fun for a bit, but they are ultimately kids games. And I, and I know I just complain about people calling things kitty. It's just not what I mean. It's it's just right. uh, there's a simplicity to it and it never really amps up. Like even Kirby and Forgotten Land amps up right. and like has hard stuff kind of towards the end. It's like this very plateau-y difficulty curve in those Lego games, right? Where it's kind of this always that same it's thing. It's tourism, right? It's gaming is tourism. Yeah. It is you are gonna go sightseeing, uh, and you're gonna and the thing the sites you're gonna see are various references to Star Wars that you really like. And guess what? It's very good at that. It's very yeah. good at showing you fun little glimpses of the Star Wars universe that you mostly saw in the movies, and sometimes it'll show slightly different angles of that stuff and. It's all like, I mean, actually running around Moss Espa as Qui-Gon Jinn, um, you know, it, it's all done in the, through this abstract Lego uh, veneer, but it still works really well in terms of like, I feel like I'm there and I'm running around and I'm seeing all this fun stuff and I'm doing yeah. these puzzles. But you're right. It is not um, challenging in the, in the way that we are accustomed to games being. And, and that's kind of the thing that would keep me coming back. This is mostly like, OK, this is pleasant best for me i know a lot of people really are really enjoying this game and I'm, I'm happy for them it's just not necessarily um going to win me over in that way other than to say what it's going for it does very well um i kind of wish i could um uh, i i don't know i, I don't want to miss anything but also i wish i could just like fast forward through it as well where it's like yeah just show me the stuff really really quickly uh but at the same time half the fun is just leisurely walking around as these characters finding stuff and, and finding little things in the world and I would imagine that if you do have a kid that is of the right age that you could play with, sure. it probably does increase in fun quite significantly. And being able to like, if it, there's like, you know, I don't know how the multiplayer works, but if it's like drop in, drop out, where it's like, okay, you take over for a while, I'm gonna go make us dinner, and then I'll come back and we'll eat, and then we'll keep we'll keep playing later. And if you could kind of do all that stuff, then yeah, it's great. But playing on the Steam Deck, I'm mostly just like, okay, this is this is pretty fun and, and it's pleasant and uh, inoffensive. Um, but yeah, I, I, your assessment mostly is still accurate, though. Yeah, I tell you, you talk about Qui Gon walking around Mos Espa. I mean, nostalgic for the Phantom Menace uh, PlayStation One slash PC game. Yeah, which is mostly a bad third person uh, action game. But the most the the Tatooine section turned into like a Grim Fandango s adventure game for a little bit, and mm -hmm. I liked that a lot. 
Uh, yeah, I guess I just, you know, especially because there's so much more hype around this one. It's like, maybe it'll be more, uh, and I, I know it's like a lot more open worldy, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and it's like the cameras enough. behind the back, third person sure. action adventure stuff. That does, it does make it feel a little bit more kinetic. It definitely does, but it's not, yeah, I, it's the, 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 the DNA of those games hasn't changed or anything like that. I, I would like to watch you play the episode nine levels though. That would be funny. I might stop before I get there. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's part of the problem because you can like play any of them in what order. So there's no like difficulty curve right they all have to be kind of same right yes exactly yeah yes they are not trying to like create a natural progression of of difficulty because that yes they it is it is meant to be pick and choose your fun and we're going to serve up on on a plate like it's it's going to a restaurant and picking stuff off a menu where it's like yeah this is all about all the same level of difficulty to your palate like absolutely yeah but even so i still kind of like want to play it i'm still kind of want to check it out i don't know i kind of like you know, it's not, it's not a full price. Like, I think, like, you can get it for, like, 50 yeah. bucks, right? Like, it's, like, set of 60, yeah, so. that's stuff. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many things I should do. Uh, I probably should try to play Tunic more. I know I got kind of frustrated last time. I'm actually still only, like, halfway through Tales of Arise. I still need to go play Guardians of the Galaxy. I said I would play Cyberpunk, and then Outer Ring came out, and I just kind of forgot about Cyberpunk, and now feel less motivated to do the whole Cyberpunk thing, really. So, I don't know. Uh, chat chat's uh, gonna correct us real quick and say uh you could only start the first episode of each trilogy oh, and then you have to progress okay. through that so maybe there is some that's progression good. i'm still that on episode sense. one so i would not know the answer to that thank you chat that's for that a pretty correction. good yeah i'm glad you corrected me on that 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 actually is a pretty good that seems like a good way of doing it right yeah because like yeah who would start with like a middle episode you would want to start with the beginning would of the be trilogy. Like, well you you to be clear would absolutely just want to play episode eight well i, I so. like seven too i'll play seven and then eight but like i'm seven going, yeah play, but we then the just, story we stops just come together and celebrate the fact that we both like episode seven we do instead of always oh, like seven a lot yes other movies yep I, mean, I don't even know why we fight about nine. I also don't like nine. Mm-hmm. You just really dislike nine to the point where I feel like I need to defend it or something. I mean, it's it's irredeemable trash. It absolutely <laughs> there is, it is uh, the most cowardly movie ever made. The yes. most cowardly movie. <laughs> absolutely. I wonder, now I wonder what like would be. T- what's the second? Most cowardly <laughs> I don't know. There's movie. nothing even close. It's trash. Uh, it's garbage on shit. Uh, Speaking of movies, can you believe a new Harry Potter movie is coming out like next week? Does anyone care about Wait, that? Wait, it really there is. Yeah, the crimes of no, that's the second one. Yeah, something of Dumbledore, the fucks of Dumbledore, the fucks of Dumbledore, right? Yeah, the secrets of Dumbledore. Dumbledore's got secrets. Dumb, dumb, dumb fucks of Dumbledore. What they are in the movie, by the way. Uh, as a true says, I love nine a lot. I'm sorry. Apology accepted. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Watch it again. Eventually, you'll hate it. I promise. Uh, uh, all right, let's. Uh, I think we could wrap up, Mike. Unless you've been, oh, well, you, you want to. I mean, we talked about Monkey one, Island one or two uh, a lot throughout this episode, but any like sort of final thoughts? They're very good still. It's almost like, in some ways, it's nice now that I know most of the puzzles. It's still funny because I still will forget things and I'll get stuck. Those, uh, those remakes or slash remasters are great though because you, you can play the original graphics, but you still have that hint button. So, the you know, there's always gonna be two times where I'm like, I forget what to do. And instead of Googling on Game Facts, now I can just push H and it'll tell me what to do. And then I go and do it and I'm happy. Games look great. The music in those games are, is just so fantastic. I've been listening to those soundtracks again, even when, when I'm not playing now. Excited to beat two tonight. What what time are we starting? Give me a time right now so, when I need to be great for Mario Party. Uh, I think I'm I think let's say 830 Mountain Time. So that'd be 1030 your time. Yes. Is that OK? okay? Is that too late? That is fantastic. No, no it's great. Okay. Great. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so. Everybody, uh, starting around like eight ish, eight thirty, I'll be getting, we'll get set up and stuff like that. 
Um, Mikey will come over from his stream. So like this evening, like after like work hours, if you want to catch up, Mike's going to be playing uh, Monkey Island on his uh, on his stream. We're, uh, we're going to go right into uh, Super Mario Party. And then for the rest of the night, I'll be playing games, um, trying to do a subathon, trying to raise a little bit of money for the for the big move. Uh, and That's for right. setting up the studio, anything extra will go towards the studio. So, uh, yeah, this will be nice. Yes, I need extra lights. We need a, I need a makeup desk so I can look real good and right. pretty. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be good. All Look right. Massagers. Yes. We, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have uh, interns we'll just, on. And wait, stuff. We'll just get some Amicos and we'll use those as our foot massagers. <laughs> It'll probably be cheaper. Uh, all right, Mikey. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Tokoto. Uh, also, find me on twitch.tv slash Tokoto. We are working our way through these Monkey Allen games. We'll probably beat Monkey Allen 2 tonight. And then we can start some Curse of Monkey Allen soon. 90s Disney, my 90s Disney podcast at 90sdisney.com. Com. And don't forget, we'll be back on Tuesday for Last of the Nintendogs. I did mean Superstars. Mario Party Superstars. I'm an old man. So, I get confused you know, the easily. One we play. Yeah. The boomer, the, the boomer Mario Party. Yeah, the, the good one. Uh, the, 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 it, it, things were better back in my day, Mario Party. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm Jeff Grubb on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, so look out for that tonight. Twitch.tv slash Jeff Grubb um, to watch uh, one of us probably beat uh, Mike and Mario Party. We'll see. Probably. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then Stranger of Paradise will be the, the, one of the other main games I'm going to be playing, and then we'll see from there. Um, show up for Dogs on Tuesday on this channel. If you are listening to the podcast version, just go take your podcast app, just type in Last of the Dogs, and you'll find us there. Uh, that show's been growing pretty quickly as well, so it's been nice. Uh, I'll say this show's uh, also every week, it, it gets a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, and it's been doing that consistently for the last year, Mike. One of the places that we are biggest, what do you think is our biggest, according to Anchor, which is the service we use, the biggest uh, country that is non-English speaking, who do you think it is? Non-English speaking country, is it Argentina? That's Christian it's, told all of his friends? It's Ukraine. And it's wow. uh, Kiev City is where it was biggest. Aww, and, uh, oh so, my God. So anybody listening who is from Ukraine, if I mean, if you're not in Kiev anymore, wherever, shout out to you. Thank you so much for yes, listening. Please uh, be safe. Thank please you. be safe. Uh, I was like very like heartened to see that and be like, oh man, that's nice to have that audience because uh, we really feel for you. Yes, um, we love you. We love Luke, uh, Ukraine. 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 I yes. almost said like Luke Kang. <laughs> well, we love Luke Kang as well. That's fair. You sure. don't have to like hesitate there. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, 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 I don't know. Any other plans this weekend, Mike? Anything else you're doing? I think it's going to be relatively chill. Thank God. All right. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Take care of yourself and goodbye. Bye. Okay. Weren't the original Ghost Recons on X, like the original Xbox, like super tactical games? I assume they're just like open world third person shooters now, right? Yeah, that sounds right. All right, I'm back. I'm not done though. Beautiful. Oops. Little squeaky there. Uh, well, we got the we got the uh, the ten whistle working again, so this show's back on track, everybody. There we go. Um, all right, so. Oh, dun, 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 dun. I my headphones on so I can hear you. Oh no! Okay.
All right, well, I mean, I can't believe he hasn't seen the bowling ball gifts. Could you guys believe this guy? I mean, jeez. Um, I, I, I would show them, but we would get kicked off of YouTube. Uh, Don't show them. They are, they're so explicit, Mike. I feel like you're not understanding. I feel like you don't quite... I feel like you don't quite get what's happening. Yes, this is this is payback for the honey pop butthole incident. That's right. That butthole was very weirdly placed, though. Uh, he was right to bring it up. Um, Jeff, when are we partying tonight? Yeah, well, it's a good time to start. Um, why don't we just uh, let Mikey start playing a little bit of of, of uh, Secret Island or the Secret Monkey Island Two, whatever it is. Uh, Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge and then <laughs> and then when he gets uh, done with that guys he's wrapping up, we will sort of ramp up and we'll just go it, it'll probably be, I don't know what, like 10 o'clock my time 9 o'clock my time um, I guess the earlier the better, I don't know, we'll see it, 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 okay, so then I think I'm, I'm probably going to start around, like actually around 8-ish my time so uh, <laughs> Kanuba says he loves this podcast. Uh, this time we should do it every week. Mike just from the bathroom and the, the like across from his house. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <sighs> that's that's when HR would have to get involved. <laughs> I have been to Canada. Yes, I have. Yes. One one time I had to go pick up my wife in who's flying in from France to to Toronto and um. I forgot my, I think I probably told the story about how I forgot my thing before my passport. So I had to go back home and I, uh, so I was harried and razzled and, and frazzled and I was going across the, the border crossing. This is like, you know, it's like 10 years after 9-11 or whatever, but they were just like, look at this guy. We are totally going to basically completely search his car. He 100% has drugs. And I definitely didn't have drugs, but they were like, you definitely do. And, I, and they're like, why you acted so weird? I'm like, I'm tired. I just did this drive twice back to back. Like, give me a break. Uh, but they were certain I had drugs, and I, I didn't. Eventually, they let me go. Uh, uh, Tom Anderson says, listening to Mike's thunderous piss makes life so much better. I, I, I don't know if I mute myself before I do these things, but I don't. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's, uh, let's get back to the I show. I can't believe we don't have more female viewers. <laughs> somebody was asking for... Somebody was asking for Lord of the Rings earlier. Jeff's back. Oh, he's still talking to his kid. All right. All right. Um, hang on. Let's uh, let's do this. I told her I would do this. Okay. Okay, Google, play Vivo on Netflix on Dining Room TV. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you hear me? Okay, Google, play Vivo on Netflix on Dining Room TV. All right. Okay, um, let's see. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.